Good morning. It's February 22nd, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Our title today is Mirror, Mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest one of all? The evil queen in Snow White. I would venture to say that most people around the world are familiar with Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm's 1812 fairy tale, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Without relating the entire story, suffice it to say that the queen, who was the wicked stepmother of Snow White, needed reassurance every day that she was the most beautiful woman in the realm. Only when she received an answer that she wasn't looking for did she go on her murderous rampage. One of the many reasons this particular story has caught the imagination of the world for more than two centuries is, of course, that we are see ourselves in it. We often literally look in the mirror, hoping to see how attractive we appear. Unfortunately, the modern aluminum glass mirror in its perfect reflection tells the truth more often than we would like. Used often for personal grooming, we hope to find near perfection, but often find near disaster. Interestingly, there is another mirror available to us, and while it shows the same glaring imperfections we would rather not see, it does offer a quick fix that involves neither Botox nor filler. I'm talking, of course, about the Bible. Never has there been a more representative, truthful, yet horrifying reflection of ourselves than the Scriptures. Take the Hebrews at Mount Sinai, only weeks after having been rescued from 400 years of slavery in Egypt. Moses and Aaron served as the conduit for the delivery of ten horrific plagues on Egypt, necessary to finally convince Pharaoh to release the people and their livestock. The Hebrews witnessed this. Then they walked through the Red Sea, held open for them by God himself, and followed a pillar of fire and a column of cloud into the desert after the entire pursuing Egyptian army had drowned. Then, at the foot of Mount Sinai, impatient for Moses to come down from his meeting with God, and fearing they would starve or be destroyed by enemies in the desert, they convinced Aaron to let them create and then worship a golden calf. Exodus 32.1 Are you kidding me? How stiff-necked can a people be? Immediately following miracle after miracle after miracle, performed right before their eyes, they turn away from God and decide to go their own way and follow a God they made themselves. As you are probably aware, that didn't work out too well for the ringleaders shortly thereafter. Is it so hard to see yourself in that story? Have you ever been very aware of God's blessings, indeed thankful in prayer, until the next week you find yourself in a very tight spot? Don't think God is handling it well, or responding quickly enough, or more likely, you never even ask him about it in the first place, and decide to take matters into your own hands. Sort of forgetting to speak to God happens over and over and over in the scriptures. Moses, Aaron, Saul, David, almost all the kings that followed, the list is endless, all forgot to ask God every now and then, and what always followed was the outcome of their own disastrous decisions. How about Peter? the rock on which Christ built the church. He doesn't just forget Jesus, he actively denies him three times, and right after his arrest. And, before we're too tough on Peter, where are the other ten remaining disciples? 
That's right, not remaining. They split, Matthew 26, 56, and 75. Peter was so zealous that he swore he would die alongside of Jesus, remember? Then, when the cock crowed, he looked in the mirror. What he saw was the flawed human that we all are. But there's good news, and a very quick fix, if you choose it. Romans 10.13 tells us that our imperfect selves, reflected in that mirror, can be made perfect in God's eyes, and in only an instant. All we need to do is call on the name of the Lord, and all our blemishes vanish in his righteousness. Poof! Instant snow white. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We know that you first loved us, because in our perpetual imperfection, you offered us your Son, that through his sacrifice for our sin and our forgiveness, we might find our way back to you, clothed in the perfect righteousness of Christ. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.